0: Hello and welcome to Marlboro, Learning Together at a Distance, conversations about our coronavirus experience. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Atwell, Dean of Student Research at Marlboro, and a member of the History Department. This pod is a production of the Sherry and Ed Glazer Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. We created this podcast as an opportunity for all of us in the Marlboro community to reflect on and share what we've been doing, feeling, seeing, enjoying, and missing while we've been at home quarantining to prevent the spread of the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. Marlboro's community is strong and smart and distinctive and diverse. So in each episode, we'll hear from different members of the Marlboro community, including current students, teachers, staff, school leaders, alums, parents, trustees, and more. They'll share stories about how they're coping, and sometimes not coping so well, with the pandemic. And in the process, we'll learn about some of the creative ways that Marlboro teachers and students are learning together at a distance. The goal of this pod is to connect our community, while also recording for future generations some oral history about our experiences right now. We're living through an unprecedented time, at least for most of us. A time with the potential to profoundly reshape our world, our country, our city, and our school. COVID-19 is bringing out the best and at times the worst in humanity. Luckily, at Marlborough, we have the resources and that includes each and every one of us to be leaders in this new educational environment and to weather this pandemic, coming out the other end stronger and more full of laughter and life than before. So let's get started with this episode.
1: Welcome everybody to the first in our series of podcasts about Marlboro and the uh, coronavirus experience. I am so delighted to have my first two guests uh, who will introduce themselves in a moment. And I will tell you that they have been friends since kindergarten. And I just found that out. So they're gonna introduce themselves, tell you what grade they're in, and uh, we'll get started from there. Ladies?
2: I'm Mia, and I'm a senior. And I'm Kalem, and I'm also a senior. (laughs) Great,
1: thank you. Uh, So
2: tell me a little bit about how the two of you first met
1: and um, how your friendship has uh, developed since then.
2: Yeah, so um, we actually met through mutual friends. I had just moved here from Orange County, and Mia has lived in um, the Valley Studio City area her whole life. So um, mutual friends introduced us just randomly one day uh, because they knew that we were moving here and didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that we were going to the same elementary school. And from then on, we just (laughs) have known each other our whole lives and our families have been best friends as well so
3: yeah we were kind of best friends we had this other friend named Francesca we formed this little trio and we've kind of been like best friends ever since and Kayla and have just stayed in the same school system all our lives so that and through soccer we've kind of bonded mm-hmm. through that a lot
2: oh right yeah so you both play soccer or have played mm-hmm. yeah and we've been on the same club team like our whole life
3: as yeah. well so <laughs> I was set a defender and Kayla's always been my right defender so that's been our thing <laughs>
1: Very cool. And uh, have you played uh, on the Marlboro teams as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yes. Yes, we've been playing since our first year. So. That
1: was good. <laughs> All right. Well, I taught both of you, uh, but, you know, in ninth grade, but I didn't realize you were best friends because you were in different sections. And it's funny, we never talked about it. So it's nice to learn <laughs> yeah. this uh, fun fact <laughs> about you now that you're seniors. I'm embarrassed to say that because, Caitlin, you're my advisory, and we never even talked about it hmm
2: Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that we had known each other before Marlboro as well. So,
1: And you're both participating in Honors Research as well, but in different programs, right? Yeah, yes.
3: we're the same, but very opposite <laughs> in a weird ways.
1: Do you want to tell me a little bit about each of your projects and, uh, and then we'll move into how all this relates to COVID-19?
3: Yeah, so I'm in the STEM part of Honors Research with Dr. Ponzio, and I've been working in the same lab at USC for two years. So I do molecular and computational biology, um, but we're focusing right now on an evolutionary project in pinnipeds, which is seal species and the rapid evolutions of their reproductive mechanisms per se. So basically how seal genitalia kind of affects the rate of reproduction over evolutionary history and why that's so important today and like you know, maintaining seal populations, whether it be like populations here in California or Iceland or Alaska, it's all connected. So we're working on that.
2: Yeah, so cool. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm an honors research research in social sciences and researching um, pre and early teen television shows and uh, more specifically racial stereotyping in the shows. Um so I'm basically, Uh, coding uh, Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows across the 2000s and 2010s to see whether or not uh, the racial the presence of racial stereotypes has increased or decreased and its influence on its young pre and early teen audience and then um, as a secondary aspect of that I'm interviewing the writers producers directors etc of these pre and early teen television shows to see um, kind of how they feel about racial stereotyping in the shows they're creating and uh whether or not it's um they take into account the um ethnic composition of their cast when actually creating the shows wow you are both such
1: research superstars i'm so impressed and i can't wait to see uh where all this takes you where this you know the research ends up at the end of the year Let's transition now a little bit to your experiences uh, as Marlboro students and as friends uh, and as researchers and soccer stars, all of those things, uh, during this really unprecedented era of the COVID-19 pandemic and its effects uh, both you know, locally uh, at the micro level and macro level um, globally. So uh, first of all, you mentioned that you your families have been Uh, best friends for a really long time. Can you tell us how that has played out in your
2: COVID-19 experience? Yeah, for sure. So our families um, have been quarantining together. Um, So probably every weekend, once or twice every weekend, our families get together for um, barbecue nights. So we either have Korean barbecue or grill burgers um, and have like pool days. Um, and we also have a lot of game nights, so we've just been hanging out with each other and only seeing um, our two families, which has been really nice. So we do have outside interaction, um, somewhat.
3: Yeah, and our brothers are really best friends too, so whenever we come over, and we have like Korean barbecue nights, like we're having one this Friday, and we do a lot of like ping pong tournaments at my house because we yeah. got a table. <laughs> um, so usually we don't wind up winning, but <laughs> it's still fun. Um, and then we like play games in the pool and we have like game nights. Kale mm-hmm. and I are super competitive in game nights. We're so good at
2: charades. So good.
3: <laughs> We're amazing.
2: Are <laughs> you a team in charades or are you yeah. go against each other? It's normally girls against boys or, um, like adults versus kids. So we're always on the same team and we always do really well. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so. no. Usually it's girls versus boys and actually the girls always win. And we yeah. kind of like pulled it over the boys because they're always mad about
1: it. I'm really not surprised yeah. that you crush it in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what is it like to to quarantine with another another family how do you think that's um that's helped you maybe go through this experience when for many people it's been pretty lonely
3: yeah i mean it's nice not to be super lonely because we see a lot of our friends like we're still on group Facetime with a lot of our friends who are like quarantining at home or they're only children and so it's like kind of nice that i don't just have like my one sibling but like all three of my other siblings in the park family keep me company and so we just, like, kind of keep each other from going insane, and mm-hmm. everybody's got new ideas and new things to do all the time, so when one of us gets bored of just sitting in our rooms, we can just call each other up and say, "Hey,
2: oh, what do you want to do today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think it's also nice to have, like, a change of scenery, because one of the things I found um, with quarantining is just, like, being in my room the entire day gets really... Um, oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I can't be as productive because I'm just sitting in one place the entire day. So it's been nice to get to come to Mia's house and, like, I guess, change up my scenery once in a while.
3: Right, because you're not just, like, my friend. You're also my classmate. <laughs> <laughs> so like to, she doesn't do her work at home, but she'll come to my house and start working. And I'm like, that's fine. I didn't want to hang out. <laughs> Let's just do homework. Oh
1: <laughs> Are you in, in any of the same classes right now?
2: Calculus. Calculus VC. Mm-hmm which is helpful, we'll study together. <laughs> <laughs> are,
1: are you in the same section or different sections? Different sections. Different sections, but mm-hmm.
3: Ms. Moser is both of our teachers, though. So mm-hmm. that's
1: good. Got it. So is there any one experience you can think of um, while you've been quarantining together as a family that, is, um, that particularly stands out to you as memorable or, or funny or poignant or you know, anything that you wanna share?
2: Yeah so both of our families um, have been like big fans of just like taking drives just to get out of the house and see different scene like different scenery Um, and there was one day where um, Mia Taka or Mia's brother Taka um, and I we all just like made sandwiches and then he drove us along PCH and we just drove for like hours (laughs) we drove for like
3: a hundred miles yeah
2: and we were just like blasting music and we just had like a picnic on the coast and just sat inside his car Mm -hmm. Um, we just
3: opened up the trunk we brought like fruit snacks and we just sat and
2: looked at the ocean it was so nice yeah i'd say that was a pretty memorable experience it was really really fun (laughs) yeah
1: and that's such a nice um example of i don't know i hate to use this word but kind of self-care like you're you're figuring out ways to nourish yourself, you know, um, not only just by being inside and you can share that together, which is nice.
3: Right. I think like Caitlin was saying, like change of scenery is like a really important thing of just like breaking the repetition of being in quarantine. So just like going outside and seeing nature, I suppose, (laughs) is definitely a big thing that's keeping me and Caitlin sane.
1: And being able to share that together. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about, uh, tell me about soccer. I mean, what is, what is going on with that or not going on with that?
2: Yeah,
3: much more like not going on with that right now because all the clubs are just shut down. They shut down months ago, for which is really nice that clubs consider the safety of their players first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes I feel like there's misconceptions about soccer teams and or sports teams in general. We're just like all about the wins, all about mm-hmm. the, the numbers and the stats. But we really do care about each other. So the clubs are like, for your safety, since we're such a contact sport, we don't want you guys getting sick. So everything is shut down for the moment yeah and I'm not sure if we'll be returning in the summer there are a lot of summer tournaments it's kind of a shame to be honest because lucky for us we're seniors and we're already into the colleges that we want to go to but a lot of like our friends on the teams who are juniors are not going to get that opportunity to go to college showcases in Nevada or big tournaments where there will be coaches from colleges who will be watching them um getting them for scholarships so that's unfortunate
2: yeah and like adding on to what you're saying I feel like it really is like a shame that we're seniors so we're not getting a lot of like senior experiences but then we can look at it as being like grateful we're not um in those
3: people's shoes. yeah we're in
2: like into college and we know where we're going so
3: right right yeah Yeah. I've been making my brother practice with me so that's
2: a good thing
1: do you have any advice for for students who are um still perhaps going up through the recruitment process and aren't going to be able to participate in those kind of showcases this summer?
2: Um, I would just say it's important to just really try to keep, even though it's not like a team practice, I'd say try like doing everything you can on your own because there's still so many ways you can like try to stay fit, like go on lots of walks or runs um, and try to do whatever you can to keep practicing um
3: yeah I yeah. agree coach has been emailing out a lot of like stay at home fitness workouts that you can do like just with a ball like there's so many like foot skills in soccer that you don't need to do as a team like you just go stand against the wall and you mm-hmm. pass to yourself and you practice moves in your backyard and just practice on like you know hitting between two t-shirts which is the great thing about soccer it's <laughs> a beautiful game so you don't need a lot to play um you just need to practice on your own and like Kalen was saying stay fit Um, So that's a nice thing about the clubs, too, is they kind of try to keep you connected that way by emailing out things you can do by yourself. And Mm -hmm. yeah, looking at YouTube videos, I
2: guess. Have you both been practicing or not really? Yeah. My brother. Yeah. I'm more trying to just like go on runs and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Sometimes we'll play together. But, you know, two man, two man practices are always nice, I guess. Um, And also, I think besides practicing on your own, um, keeping in contact with colleges um, that you want to go to, emailing coaches Mm. to let them know that you are trying to be on their radar still is also super important. Contact is a big thing in the process.
1: Thanks for that advice. I'm sure people will find that helpful.
3: (laughs) Yay. Um, So let's
1: talk a little bit about honors research. Mm -hmm. Um, You're both in different, um, different programs in honors research and the research process itself has been different for each of you can you talk a little bit about how the covid19 experience has affected your honors research projects and and what you've been able to do and how you've done them
3: oh that's a big one good question
2: yeah. um so i guess for me being in honors research and social science i'm pretty lucky because a lot of my research um can be done like at home so like a lot of my research is actually watching television shows. So I've been able to do it on my computer, obviously. Um, The only thing is sometimes I'm having like connection issues (laughs) at my house, but that's probably the only struggle I've had. Um, As with interviews, a lot of it has just been phone calls instead of in-person interviews. So I've been able to adapt to being in quarantine pretty well and it's been working out and I, if anything, I feel like it's kind of been helpful because I've had more time to watch um, Disney Channel and Nickelodeon shows, so it's been pretty good. Nice. Yeah, what about you?
3: Uh, well, I've got the short, end of that, whatever, that was a bad <laughs> metaphor. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's because I'm in science, so I do have to go and report to a lab most of the time during the school year, twice a week, two to three times a week. And so because of that, USC shut down a couple months ago for the safety of all the lab workers, unless you're, of course, um, necessary staff members. But um, it's kind of hard for us because all the experiments are on halt. I can't go in and look at um, new bones that the curators have brought in from the museums because the museums are also shut down and everybody's at home. So what we've been trying to do is, uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, I have a Zoom call with um, the conference members at the lab. So we talk about new research papers and new work that have been in the on hold since uh, before quarantine started. So I guess we're just trying to work through old experiments right now to get inspired for when we do return to the lab eventually, work out new methodologies and things to try out and test in the future for um, while we can't be in the lab. And I guess the most um, uh, difficult thing right now about for both of us in honors research is doing our celebration of innovation projects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're trying to figure out ways with Dr. Ponzi and of course you, Dr. Atwell, about how we can all still manage to present our projects in a unified way um, that um, us and the juniors in honors research can get that experience of presenting for the first time.
1: Is there anything about the experience of um, Zoom school, I guess we could call it, that has been really surprising and um, in a good way?
3: I mean obviously it's hard because you miss your classmates and you miss your teachers. I mean, I suppose the nice thing like Kayla is saying is in Zoom school, we do have a little bit more time with the way scheduling has worked out to get a jump on our projects and be able to be online, have more resources constantly available to us. So it's, we're not running between classes all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. There is
3: a little bit more yeah. opportunity for yeah. individual work.
2: And in general, I'm just really appreciative that like, we're able to have Zoom school and like still connect with our classmates. Cause um Like, through this whole process, like, I have some friends at public schools who Mm -hmm. haven't met with their classmates at all, so the end of the year, like, when they went into quarantine is just, like, the last time they're seeing a lot of their classmates, but we're really lucky that we still get to meet with classes, and that a lot of um, our classmates and I, and us, (laughs) uh, we're still meeting and, like, getting to talk, and we're still having a lot of experiences with them. Um, Yeah, like, Marlboro's really putting in that effort that a lot of other schools don't get.
1: Yeah oh i'm so glad to hear that well it's it's always such a pleasure for me and i know for all the rest of your your teachers to to see you um every day even if it's just as a teeny tiny little box among many on a you know on a zoom screen and it um it does help to maintain that that sense of community and connection that i think all of us are really are really craving right now and um you know we're such a small community to begin with, that I think it also makes it a little easier for us to keep those relationships going. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Any other thoughts, last thoughts that you have or advice that you want to share now that you're, you're big seniors going off to college and all of that? Anything that, um, any last words of wisdom or anything else you want to share? I don't
3: know. I mean, I guess this is such a unique time in our lives and you're never going to get another opportunity like this again where you're going to have this much time so make use of it. At first I was kind of wasting a lot of my time but um, my dad kind of pointed out to me you're never going to have this opportunity again so like look at what you're going to study in college get interested get ready and so I've really been trying to like look at my school's curriculum and do a little bit of work um, before I step onto campus hopefully in the fall. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess get ready.
2: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of what this quarantine has taught me is like to be more appreciative of the stuff that I do have and like the experiences I am having <laughs> because I feel like a lot of times it's easy like when we were at school to be like, Oh, I have so much work, I don't want to do it, but now that we're at home and I can't like see all my friends mm-hmm. for the last time before going off to college, it just makes me really appreciate the time I can spend with my family and the time I will spend with my friends in the future. Um, So I guess just really cherish the moments you do have at Marlboro because they're really great. (laughs) And cherish your
3: friends. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, That was amazing, Kaelin and Mia. And uh, I am going to miss you profoundly as I know everyone on campus will. Uh, But you are such superstars in research, in soccer, in school, in friendship, and just as all around great people. Everyone who knows you uh, exactly knows that about you. So thanks so much for participating in
2: our first
1: (laughs) COVID podcast, and I hope it won't be
2: the last time that we talk. For For sure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dr. Ello.
0: So that's it for this installment of Marlboro Together at a Distance. I'm Dr. Atwell and thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll tune in next time to hear more about how our Marlboro community is living and learning through the coronavirus experience. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or suggest someone to be interviewed, please email me at katherine.atwell at marlboro.org. This show is a production of the Sherry and Ed Glazer Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Our producer and the composer of our theme song is the amazing Eric Weza. Thanks so much, Eric, for all of your hard work on this and all projects in the CEI. Thanks also to Regina Rosie Mitchell, the director of the CEI, and of course Dr. Sands and the rest of Marlborough's incredible administrative team for supporting us all as we learn together at a distance. See you next time.